Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk with Michelle. So for the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about how to show gratitude towards others. Now, I thought this was perfect to talk about this because we are in the month of November, which is also the month of Thanksgiving. And it we should show thanks, not just on, I'm air quoting, Thanksgiving Day, but actually all year long. And so sometimes I think we go through life and we just don't really think about the little things that we can do to make a difference in somebody else's life. So let's talk about how to show. And so I've broken this down into different sections. So first, we're going to talk about how to show gratitude towards God. So first Thessalonians 5 and 18, God directs you in everything, give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And so I encourage you to go and read that scripture when you get a chance and, and just, you know, marinate over that and really let that sink in. So while that may seem overwhelming to accomplish the Bible provides directions on how to achieve that level of complete gratitude. So you don't have to, to worry about, well, how do I do this? Go to the word, get in your word, and it's going to tell you exactly how to do it. So here's some ways to show that gratitude. Number one, remember him. I mean, truly remembering God means he is on your mind often throughout the day. He is a part of your thoughts, your words, and your deeds. Also, remembering him means sharing him with others, i.e. telling somebody else about how good God is. Now, you can tell others about how good God has been in your life. You can share his word and talk about how good he is, or you can talk about how good he's been to somebody that you know. The important thing is to share him with other people. Psalm 3 and 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Again, I encourage you all to go and look these scriptures up. And in fact, I encourage you to memorize them so that you don't forget them. Number two, serve others. One of the most profound ways to express your gratitude to God is by serving others in his name. Not in your name, not in my name, the name of your church, the name of your pastor, the name of the deacon board, the name of the, the, the usher board, the kitchen ministry or whoever, but in God's name. So in First Peter 4 and 10, it says, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So by serving others you are serving God and showing your gratitude for his work in your life number three express gratitude to others God honors expressions of gratitude towards others who are serving you so any kindness regardless of size is a reason to express your thanks I'm gonna say that one more time because somebody missed that any act of kindness regardless the size who it came from is a reason to express your thanks a simple verbal thank you or a more formal thank you like a note card is all it takes to show god you are grateful and make someone's world a little brighter at the same time i can't begin to tell you how 
when I do my podcasts, when I do my car vlogs, random blogs, you know, or anything like that, or, or I do a motivational post, I cannot tell you how amazing it makes me feel when somebody comes and says, Michelle, thank you so much. I needed that today. You must have been reading my mind. I needed that reassurance. I needed that word. That word was right on time. That means so much to me. Some people may think, oh, okay, well, you know, that's fine. But no, it really means a lot to know that what I do makes a difference in the lives of others. And that's why when I do my videos, I'm always careful to make sure I said for those of you that support my channel, my podcast, whatever it is that I'm doing, I can't thank you enough. Because without you, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Without you all, I would just be talking to myself. And granted, yes, when I'm recording these podcasts, technically I am because nobody's in this room right now but me. But when, when people hear it and they thank me for just a simple thank you, it goes a long way. So all I'm saying is make sure, especially as the holiday season is upon us, make sure you, you send a thank you card. You can send a card that just says, hey, I'm thinking about you. Or I just want to thank you for all that you do or all you mean to me. Something as simple as that, you'd be surprised. People cherish those things. I, because I cherish the emails and the inbox messages and the text messages that I receive from people. Number four, choose to be humble. You are an amazing person. Now that goes without saying. And anyone with any sense already knows that about you, right? So it's not necessary for you to tell anybody how amazing you are. See, I don't have to go around telling people how amazing I am because there are people that already feel that way about me. So I don't need to wave my red flag or my white flag or my blue flag or my purple because that's my favorite color. Whatever color flag it is, I don't need to go waving that in the air and say, hey, hey, you guys, I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Come clap for me. Pat me on the back. No, I don't need all of that. When I put up a post on social media and people like it or they comment on it or give it a heart, I appreciate that. But I don't need people to, or let me say this, I don't need to tell people how amazing I am because you all do that for me. I know that about myself. So don't ever think that you have to go around telling people how amazing you are. Because I've always been under the impression that if you have to go around telling people how amazing you are, then chances are you're not as amazing as you think you are. I'm just saying. So in James 40 and 10, God says, humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord and he, come on now, he will exalt you. Can I say that one more time? Because somebody was blinking too fast, you were thinking too fast and you missed it. James 4 and 10 says, humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. It didn't say humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord so that your neighbor can ex exalt you or so that you can exalt yourself or your mama or your daddy or your sister, or your brother, or your children. It didn't say that. It said so that God can exalt you. And that's all you need. So choosing to be humble and grateful for the chance to overcome rather than anger and bitter over the challenge shows gratitude for God's plan and guidance. It demonstrates your trust in God and his wisdom. 
See, I don't know about you, but I trust God. I trust God completely. No questions asked. Now, with man, I may have to wonder, mm, yeah, what's going on with you? Because I don't know about that, but I know that I can put my trust in God. And he's never going to fail me. He's never going to let me down. And I don't have to think twice about it because I know that whatever he does for me, he's doing it because he knows what's best for me. Even when I think I know what's best for me. Number five, pray. One of the truest ways to demonstrate your appreciation to God is to simply pray and tell him. God loves to hear from you. He often wonders why you never call or write. Did you know that prayer is the simplest and surest way to convey appreciation to God? Sincere, simple prayer. That's it. It doesn't have to be some long, drawn-out, two-hour prayer. Sincere and simple. That's all it has to be. That's given from the heart. And expressing your thanks for the wonderful life you've been given will touch God deeply. I'm going to put a pen in my notes because that just made me think of the fact, and I've shared with, with you all before in some, some way, shape, or form, that every morning that I wake up, I thank God. I thank God. I say, Lord, thank you. And this is before my feet even touch the floor, y'all. This is before my feet touch the floor. I'm just sitting up in my bed after I've gotten a good stretch in. I say, Lord, I thank you for waking me up this morning. I thank you for waking me up in my right mind. I thank you for waking me up and allowing me to have a job to go to. I thank you for waking me up and allowing me to have not one, but two vehicles to get into. I thank you for waking me up this morning with a roof over my head. I thank you for waking me up this morning with a refrigerator full of food, even though I can't cook, don't cook, and I'm not interested in learning how to cook. But I have cereal, Lord. I have things that I can eat. I'm never going to starve. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is how I'm talking to God, right? I thank you for waking me up and allowing me to have a, an assortment of clothes to put on. An assortment of shoes to put on. I thank you for waking me up with so many wonderful ideas. And, the, and, and knowing that I can please you, oh God, that I can serve you, oh God, that I can go to my word and read about your goodness. And I don't have somebody telling me who I have to serve and, and, and what I can and can't say and, and, and what I can and can't read. I just thank you for all of that. I say, Lord, I thank you for what you did in the past. I thank you for what you're doing right now. But I also thank you for what you're going to do in the future, oh God, not just for me, but for all of your people. I thank you for blessing me to be able to be a blessing to other people. I thank you, God, for using me to bless other people. And we have this conversation. It takes me about five minutes, but you know what? It's a great uh, five minutes. And then when my feet hit the floor, then I can say, all right, Lord, so now I'm asking. See, I thank God before I ask for anything. And that's all I'm asking you to do. Thank him before you start asking for stuff. Because a lot of people don't. They wake up and the, oh, Lord, I need you to do this. And I need you to do that. And I need you to do the other. No, you need to thank him for what he's already done. And I even say sometimes, Lord, if you don't do anything else for me, I'm actually going to be all right. Because you've done so much for me just by letting me wake up this morning. And so I'm appreciative of what you've already done before you jump into asking for stuff. 
So and, and I didn't I just wanted to take a few minutes to to truly talk about that because I need you all to understand that it is so important that you show gratitude and you thank God for what what he's already done for you. So there are no hard and fast rules about praying. Come to God just as you are. The Bible tells you that even if you've never prayed before, it's never too late to start. Every day is a testimony to God's work in your life. Take time every day to express your gratitude for that life and it will promote a sense of joy in everything that you do. I don't know about you, but after I go through showing gratitude to God for all that he's done for me, then I say, Lord, today is going to be a great day no matter what. Sometimes I say it's going to be an amazing day no matter what. Then my feet can hit the floor and I can now start to ask God for what I need or for what I'm asking him to do in the lives of other people. But I'm telling you, try it. And and here's the thing. It doesn't have to be long and drawn out. It doesn't have to take you an hour. Now, if it does, so be it. But it doesn't have to take you an hour. But you have to just get started and do it. Now, let's talk about ways to show gratitude to a friend. So friends are the family that you choose. Let me put a pin in that real quick. The family that you have, that you were born into, you didn't choose them, okay? You just didn't. That's the family that God chose for you. But friends are the family that you choose. They may even be in a similar life stage that you're in. This means that they may understand you even better than some of your family members. And that is so true. I have close friends that understand me more than I think my immediate family does or my family in general. I have things that I may share with them that I probably won't share with anybody else. So here's some ways that you can thank friends for their unconditional support. So send a thank you letter. And again, this is the still showing gratitude. Send them a thank you letter. It's always nice to take time to reflect on the people you know and think of how they've changed your life. Take a moment to write down all the things that you appreciate about your friend or your friends. You can send it to them in an email or you can go the old-fashioned route and put pen to paper. Even a quick text is a simple but effective way to express your gratitude. Number two, ask how your friend, and I need you all to really, really, really pay attention to this one. Ask how your friend is doing and really listen to the response that they give. I need you to really, and I mean really, really, really listen to this. So part of what we love about our friends is how much they're there for us in times of need, correct? Friends are often sounding boards and unpaid therapists. Make sure you're holding up your end of the relationship by doing the same thing for them. Your friends may be facing some kind of uncertainty and anxiety that I'm sorry, they may be facing some kind of uncertainty and anxiety anxiety right now. So as much as you may need to vent, you need to listen and empathize as well. So being a good friend is the best way to thank someone for doing the same for you. And and I can't and I, I can't stress this enough because I find that sometimes and I'm thankful I don't have these kind of friends, but I've seen this happen before where you have that friend that never asks how are you? But every time y'all get together, oh my goodness, let me tell you about 
ABCXYZ. And they just ramble on and on and on. And they haven't, and you go, they, they tell you the story and you offer up your two cents because they're going to ask you, well, what do you think I should do about that problem? And you, you offer up a solution and they say, oh, thank you so much. I don't know what I would do without you. And then they skip on off. They haven't asked you how you're doing, what's going on in your life. So that tells me one of two things. Number one, you didn't ask because you really don't care. Or number two, you didn't ask because you're so caught up with what you're doing that you don't have time to worry about what I'm doing. And you just didn't think enough of me to ask me how I'm doing. So it, it don't wait for them to always ask you how you're doing. You know, reach out to them. Hey, what's going on? Everything okay? You know, how, how you doing? What's going on in your world? And then let them tell you what's going on in their world. And then you can sit and say, oh, well, let me tell you what's going on in my world. But listen to them and listen carefully because here's something else I'm going to tell you. It's important that you listen carefully because sometimes the thing that that person doesn't say, that's what you need to really focus on. So if I see you and you're always looking down or you're always looking like you have a lot on your mind and I ask you how you're doing, what's going on in your life and you tell me, oh, everything is good. That's telling me a lot because you're saying everything is good, but, but your body language is telling me something different. So now I'm curious as to what's really going on with you. See, one thing's for certain, two things for sure. The body language won't lie. You can lie all you want to, and you can tell people that you're doing great and everything is okay, but your body language doesn't lie. So if you tell me that everything is great, but I see you looking sad, and you're looking like you're on the verge of crying or you just lost your best friend, then I know for a fact that something's not right. And that's when I can keep it real with you and say, okay, you know what? This is me you're talking to. This is not Joe, Bo Joe Blow from the block. This is Michelle. I'm putting on my coaching hat now. I need you to tell me what's really going on with you. See, because you're saying okay out of your mouth, but your body language is telling me a different story. Sometimes they'll open up and tell you what's really going on. Sometimes they won't. I'm going to ask you again. And if you say, no, everything really is okay, I'm going to leave you alone for now. But trust and believe, we will revisit that conversation again. Because I'm not stupid. I wasn't just born yesterday. Something's not quite right. You're just not feeling comfortable enough to talk about it. Or maybe you don't want anybody to know what's going on in your world. But I always tell people, you best believe as your friend... You tell me what's going on with you, that stays between you and I. Because I want you to be happy. Because this friendship is not all about just me. I want you to be happy. So if something's bothering you, let's figure out how we can get over that hurdle together. Number three, step up and take on extra responsibilities. So if you have some extra free time, and I know nowadays most of us don't have a whole lot of that, take some chores off a family member's plate. Add them to your own chore routine instead. And it's a nice way to show your appreciation. That's something that anybody can do. Okay. Number four, spend quality time. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry, you guys. So this is, that was how to, that was your friend. Okay, so. Now we're talking about how to show gratitude towards your family. And that's what I talked about. Step up and take, an extra, take on extra responsibilities, okay? 
Number four, spend some quality time with your family members. So it's easy to get isolated. It really is. And if you don't believe me, let's just look at this whole last couple of years dealing with COVID. So even if you're sharing space with someone, it's easy to get distracted by phones or other devices. Let me put a pin right here. Not too long ago, <laughs> I was at, we went out to get something to eat and we just stopped in at Denny's, right? And this family came in after we had already been seated and ordered our food. And it was the mother and the father, and I think it was like three kids with them, if I'm not mistaken. And y'all, if you know me, then you know I'm a people watcher, right? So I'm just kind of watching them without staring directly at them. And so when they sat down, everybody looked at the menu, figured out what they wanted. And the next thing you know, everybody, I'm talking about the mom, the dad, and the kids, everybody pulled out their phone and they're swiping because I can see their hands moving. They're laughing at whatever it is that they're looking at. The, the waitress came over, same waitress that waited on Frankie and I, came over, took their order. They put their phones down for that. So, you know, she takes their order, and then she walks away, and everybody picks up the phone, and we're back into the phone again. And so even as the food came, they began to eat their food with one hand, and they're in the phone with the other. And so do you see how we have become so engrossed in our phones that we don't even take the quality time that we have together to sit and talk now when i go out to eat you may see me on my phone and but i will say this i'll say you know excuse me just for a second so whatever it is i order i use the my plate app because i'm tracking keeping track excuse me of the calories that i eat that i take in from my eating i keep track of how much water i'm getting in and so I, I'll say, can you excuse me just for a second? I just want to log in my food after I figure out what I'm going to eat. And that's what I do. I'm going to the app to log in my food. And then once I'm done, I put my phone to the side. And, and if it vibrates or something, I may glance at it. I go, oh, that's just the email. I'll look at that later. Or somebody I follow on YouTube posted a video. Oh, I'll look at that later. Or somebody send me a text message because I can see it when it pops up on the main screen. If you have an iPhone, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm thinking, okay, I'll get back with them later. That They sent me a video or something. You know what I mean? Because when I'm sitting there with whoever I'm eating with, I want to give you all of my time and attention. And I would hope that you would do the same for me. Now, if I'm sitting down with somebody and they pull out their phone, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on my phone too. Because what I'm not going to do is argue with you. But what I said all that to say, y'all, when we're sitting down together with friends and or family, let's just make sure that we are giving our attention to the person that's sitting across from us. Get out of the phone because you can get into that another time. And honey, TikTok is just making people lose their minds because some of y'all are on that TikTok app all day long. But I digress. So if you're at home with your family, have everyone put their phones away. And I'm going to say not just at home, but whether you're at home or you're out. So you can play a board game together or you can cook a meal. If you don't live together, if you and your family are not together, like I know when COVID first hit, a lot of families could not get together for the holidays because of COVID. And so what they did was they had their Thanksgiving and or Christmas dinner via Zoom, which I thought was really a really creative thing to do. So each family 
logged into Zoom. And so you can see that your families uh, eating dinner. Somebody would bless the food. They were agreed to a set time that they were going to eat. Somebody blessed the food and everybody's eating and laughing and talking, be it with their immediate families or talking to somebody, talk to another family member via Zoom. I thought that was just wonderful. So, you know, you can also decide that, hey, we're going to have a movie night and you can do it via Zoom and say, all right. You know, everybody has Netflix. We're going to watch whatever movie you decide to watch on Netflix. And so everybody can do that together from the comfort of their own home. So I'm in Maryland. Somebody else may be in Michigan. Somebody else is in uh, Texas or Canada, wherever you live. And we're all enjoying this movie and having a great time. So let's talk about ways to show gratitude to your spouse or your partner. So when it comes to being in a relationship, teamwork is so important, you guys. You all know that a relationship cannot last if you don't have teamwork. So showing your gratitude is a great way to reaffirm, reaffirm your bond. So number one, write your partner love notes. Lifting your partner up is so important. Write down all the little things your partner does and say thank you. Express your gratitude and your love all at once in a love note. Because who doesn't want to get a love note? And it doesn't have to be 10 pages long. It could be a quick little note to say, hey, you know what? I love the way you support me. Thank you for all you do. I love the way that you love me. Thank you for loving me, even when I'm acting unlovable at times. Because trust me, we all do. Something as simple as that. And they will have those note cards to cherish for years to come. Number two, shower your partner with hugs. If you've been with your partner for several years, chances are you're past the snuggly honeymoon phase, right? So as responsibilities like work and parenthood crop up, you may lose touch. And I'm air quoting literally. So give your partner a hug and or a kiss or hold their hand just sitting on the couch or maybe at the dinner table. So these are simple ways to reestablish contact and strengthen your relationship. Affectionate touches can be soothing and very much so therapeutic. And they're a great way to express gratitude. And guess what? The beauty of it is, is a hug and a kiss or a simple touch not only is a great way to express gratitude, but you don't have to say anything. You don't have to say a word. And I promise you that person is going to feel the gratitude and the love that you have for them just from that simple touch or that kiss. So let's talk about ways to appreciate the people that you work with because we don't want to leave them out, right? So expressing gratitude towards your co-workers can be a great way to keep everyone's morale up. So which will also make your work environment even more positive. Let's face it, because some people, honey, their work environments are like hell on wheels. So number one, I said, recognize people's hard work. It's easy to get frustrated and demoralized when you feel as though your work isn't being noticed or appreciated. Let me put a pin right there. Sometimes you have managers, supervisors, team leads, whatever you want to call them. They only talk about what you do wrong. Never, ever, ever, ever do they say, hey, you know what? I'm proud of you for doing this. I love the way you do that. Nope. All they do is tell you what you're doing wrong. And so who wants that? That brings the morale in the office down. Honey, it'll bring it from the ceiling to the floor just like that. 
just wanted to throw that in there. So be sure to lift up your co-workers by praising the work that they're doing. They'll be happy that their efforts haven't gone unnoticed. And also, they'll be more likely to praise you. It creates a cycle of workplace positivity. Number two, excuse me, all my sinuses are draining. Let your boss know that your co-workers are doing a great job. This is one thing for me to appreciate you for the work that you do, but it's all right to go to your boss to say, you know what, I am so proud of so-and-so for the work that they do. I don't know if you know this, but they're doing a great job keeping up this or maintaining that or creating the other. So it's all right to go and let, let the big boss know what's going on. So has one of your coworkers gone above and beyond at work? Be sure to tell your supervisor, your boss, your supervisor, or whoever you call them may not be there to witness the great work that your coworkers are doing. So this will ensure they get the recognition, the recognition that they deserve. Supervisors deal with a lot of negativity, so they will appreciate getting positive feedback from time to time. And let's face it, a lot of supervisors do get a lot of negativity thrown their way. So why not throw something positive their way every now and then? Number three, offer to help lighten your co-workers load. If you have a co-worker who's struggling to balance their work and personal life, see if you can help them. Maybe your co-worker has a deadline that's coming up, but they're having but they have a sick child at home or a sick parent or a sick a sick spouse. And so they're trying to be at work to take care of that that deadline, but they also have other responsibilities at home. So see if there's anything that you can do to help your co-worker meet their deadline. I promise you they will appreciate it cuz I know I would. And lastly, I want to talk about ways to show gratitude at school. So students spend almost as much time with their teachers as they do with their parents. So be sure to express gratitude for these underpaid, underappreciated heroes. Teachers aren't responsible for just teaching your child. They shape the minds of an entire generation. And I don't think that people truly, truly think about that. Most of the times people think, okay, this is my child's teacher. They're here to teach them English or math or science or social studies or PE, physical education, whatever it is. No, they are also there to shape the minds of an entire generation. And that is so pivotal. So number one, you might want to send them a gift card. Teachers spend a lot of money on their students. They oftentimes must, must fill in the gaps and stock their classrooms with supplies, for kids who can't afford them. Let me put a pin right there. You know, when I worked at Staples many years ago, part-time, I saw this where you had teachers who would come in and stock up on supplies because they did, they knew that every year they would have students whose families could not afford simple things as notebook paper simple things as as pencils and pens and glue and crayons you'd be surprised and we're not here to judge anybody but you have teachers that came out of their pocket buying supplies for their classroom because they knew that every year there's at least one maybe more but at least one that's not going to have the necessary supplies for various reasons and so I think that is just so great of them to do that. Do they have to do that? No, but they do it because they want to make sure that that child is not 
sitting back and not able to fully learn because they don't have all the tools necessary. So gift cards for stores that carry school supplies are always a great gesture of appreciation. So just like I said, Staples, they sell supplies that your, um, that, that your teachers may be purchasing for their students. You could do something like Walmart or Target. I would even suggest just getting a Visa gift card because in that way they can spend it at any store necessary because they might have that one student that doesn't have a uniform because their parent can't afford it. And they may say, you know what, I have this gift card, so I'm going to go and I'm going to buy that student that doesn't have the right socks or they don't have the uniform, period. And they can use it to purchase a uniform for a student. And that would make the world a difference. Okay. So just, you know, you might want to think about that as well. And so you can also get a gift card for Starbucks or for a restaurant so they can splurge on themselves a little bit outside of the classroom. Because again, they give so much to their students. Sometimes, you know, think about, hey, let me do something nice so that they can take care of themselves. Number two, volunteer to be a classroom helper. It's always a great help when parents volunteer to help at school. You can come in and you can read to the younger students or help organize and run classroom parties. You can also work with the PTA to put together fundraisers to benefit the school. There is no shortage of ways that you can help your child's school. And I'm pretty sure there's some other things, but those are just two I wanted to point out that I think are so important and, and I really want you to consider doing. And you know what? you may it may be that your child has moved on from elementary school and maybe they're going on to middle school but you love that elementary school and those teachers so much that you might even want to do this even though your child is no longer at that elementary school anymore because i promise you they can use the help so the the thing that i really really wanted to leave with you today everything i shared with you is, is great information, but I really want you to, to remember that sometimes all you need to do is say thank you, to say I appreciate you, and that will go so far and, and means so much. Not that all the other stuff that I shared with you today doesn't mean anything, because it does, but just a simple thank you and I appreciate you, I promise you, will go so far. So you guys, listen, that's it. That is my time. I hope something that I shared with you today will give you some ideas or maybe some things that you hadn't even thought of, of ways to be, show gratitude towards different people in your life. Most importantly, starting with God and working your way down. And, and as you go through this holiday season, but not just the season itself, but even into next year and all year long, practice showing gratitude towards other people because see here's the thing we love it when people show gratitude towards us but we don't always stop and think about showing gratitude towards others okay so if you're new to listening to my podcast I want to say welcome thank you so much for giving me just a little bit of your time to speak life into you to talk about showing gratitude uh, it just makes me so happy to be able to do that if this is not your first rodeo, I want to say welcome back. So glad to have you back. And I hope you all truly appreciate what I try to do with my podcast. So I need you to make sure that you are subscribed 
to my podcast and you support it. Your support is greatly appreciated. <coughs> oh, excuse me, you guys. Y'all, I'm, I'm suffering with my sinuses today. And you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. If you're listening to this podcast on the Anchor platform, there is a link that will allow you to do that. And for those of you that have and continue to do so, I want to say thank you so very much. I truly, truly appreciate you all for that because it helps me to continue to do what I do. And that is to speak life into each and every one of you. Now go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me. Until next week, take care.